Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of but that matter the most. I don't know, but like the way we type in caps, we both just know how each other's feeling if there's caps involved. So like, that's our right brain type of Um, And it's funny because we've been texting like that since like the seventh grade. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conversations Brewing. It's been a little bit of time because we've taken some of the month of January off. We are so excited to be recording again. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. Rejuvenated. Ready to go. Do you feel rejuvenated after how sick you were? I felt so bad. Ravisha was very, very sick while I was in India. Yeah. I mean, it was like only for a week, but yeah, like. Still a long time. Yeah. I feel like, you know how we talked about in like our New Year's episode about like, you know, starting the year like fresh and strong. It's like the exact opposite happened with me. And so I'm using February to start fresh and strong. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that's fine. Whatever our year looks like. I actually saw this, um, I don't know, it was like some like Zodiac or manifesting thing that was that the beget like your new year, like, like to actually have really strong goals to set your new year's goals or like think of your new year starting on January 21st. I'm not sure the significance of January 21st, but it was mm-hmm. that day. So I think we're okay. Yeah. And like you were gone traveling and, yeah. you know, getting recharged and now you're ready to go now we're ready to go we are ready to talk about a very important topic which is communication that is a topic everyone can relate to and anyone can benefit from so i'm excited to dive into talking about communication yeah um i know we've like touched base a little bit on some episodes but like our communication in general and like how we are with that but i think um you know, Divi and I have talked about how, like, we communicate differently, and um, it's kind of, like, a lot of it has to do with how we were, like, raised, and just, like, mm-hmm. our childhood, and how we communicate now, and, like, I've definitely talked about before how, like, I know that I could be a better communicator, and, like, have consistently been working on it, um, so, yeah, I think it's, like, we're going to just talk about, like, the different types today, and, um, and just, like, be being vulnerable and like having tough conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And how all of our personalities go into our communication, because even though we have so much, but like Ravisha and I in common, we have like very different personality types than our upbringings and all of that go into what makes us communicate the way we do. And I think that can also help us one better understand ourselves and then also have 
almost like more compassion for people. So I hope that this episode can do that for all of you um, when you think about your own communication style, but then also maybe like the communication styles of people you might know. And you can think about maybe one, what their personality is, and then two, how you can communicate with them effectively given their personalities. Yeah, I love that you brought that up because um, I feel like sometimes when you are having a tough time, like maybe getting along with someone or like there's like some disconnect, sometimes like we think that like we only think about like ourselves and like how we're saying things, but we don't think about how maybe the other person in the conversation with you um, discusses things. And so Mm -hmm. I do think that this could be really helpful for um, you to realize like to maybe like think about someone else's perspective in a conversation and like how um, you can think in someone else's point of view. Exactly. It's so important to do that because especially like when you aren't like taught that, I feel like we don't internalize that. Like I never ever really thought about that. The way that we just like think like, oh, how I receive information or how I communicate is how everybody does it. But that's not the case. So I think it's really important to do that. And I don't know if any of our listeners just had a moment to it being like, oh, maybe not everyone communicates and receives things the same way. But I definitely for me, I like did not recognize that message for a lot of time like a lot of my life and then once I started to realize that was like helped me communicate a lot better yeah definitely um so I guess let's start off by like talking about um like the five different personality types um I guess we can just briefly go over them so as we like talk more about it in the episode it makes sense um so like the first type of personality type is a nurturer and so nurturers are hardwired to care for others and help others develop and they protect their values and principles and have a mm-hmm. commitment to organizational harmony mm-hmm. um, then we have the second one which is the creatives so the creatives possess a gift for envisioning the future and are champions of innovation and new ideas they can see how the pieces of something fit together and are always looking for ways to make things better. Third, we have the guardians and the guardians strive to preserve and protect focusing mm-hmm. on responsibility, hard work and stewardship. They seek clarity and logic and like to see track records of success. <laughs> I just like envision Raj. <laughs> Honestly, say it's funny um, as I'm reading it, I'm thinking of certain people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, four, we have connectors, and connectors love connecting people, ideas, and resources. They have an intuitive ability to sense what others feel and need in the moment. And five, last but not least, we have the pioneers, and the pioneers are dominant and loud, bringing military-like thinking to the group. They always look to the future and have a strong desire to win. Yes. So, so there we have it. <laughs> there are some personality types. Maybe there were some that came out that – you were like, oh, I resonate with that. And maybe there were ones where you were thinking, oh, I totally know another person resonates with that. But I do, like, when I was hearing this, I was also thinking about a few that I feel resonate with me. So I also want to remind people that it doesn't have to be, like, you just fit into one. Like, we yeah. don't fit into a box of just one thing, but we can, like, have different Multiple. types of, yeah, exactly. Um, curious. Divya, mm. um, mm. yes. I can I can do this for you, and you can do this for me. But which ones do you think I am? I feel like you're a nurturer, in a way. Yeah. You like to keep the harmony. You care for those around you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first one that's like coming up for me. 
when I think about it, I can see parts of you as a guardian too, because you kind of like, I don't know, you do look at things with like kind of like planning, like logic. Like I think you think things through a little more straightforward, mm-hmm. at least than I feel I do. Um, so I'm rec- like I'm noticing that about you. Definitely not a pioneer. You're not like loud and dominant. No. Um, I think the part of the connector with like what people need in the moment, I I see that in you too. I would agree. Good job. Uh, For you, you, um, obviously you're a connector. Um, That like really stood out about me with you. Um, You definitely have the intuitive ability to like sense what others feel. I think that's like one of your strongest traits. Um, you're definitely a guardian. Um, I don't know if people know this, but like Divya is a protector and, but also like, like she like really folk, like her work ethic is like really strong and like, she's very responsible about it. And like, it's, it's very admiring to see, um, and especially like over time and you're definitely a creative, like you, like always, I mean, I know we had some janky art projects <laughs> throughout the years um but you definitely have a very creative mind oh there you go you did a really good job because those are the ones that were sticking out to me too um i mean we if we didn't pick them right be a little like another, there would just be something wrong just close this laptop and i'm done no but yeah those three definitely really like especially the um <clears throat> the connectors and the creators and then yeah with the work ethic and responsibility it's funny that you'd said that because I think other people might see the guardian in us more than we do because at least for me like because I'm yeah. like I, I don't know I I I I'm not very much of my personality type to at least like take um to like recognize that like I'm just yeah. like oh I just should do that it's something that is important to me but like I don't know if you felt that when I was talking about you being a guardian too like when yeah, you're saying you that yeah yeah I was like Oh, get it. But I also was like, I didn't think that at first. Same. I wouldn't have um, even like picked Guardian for myself. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I think that that's I think could be a whole nother episode about (laughs) (laughs) our own like ability to celebrate like wins or whatever. But yes, definitely. um, Those are ones that I think represent both of us. And I guess that's also a thing that maybe when we communicate, we're able to like when I look at when I like how we communicate with each other, the way like I communicate and then you you communicate and we both receive information probably is similar because we have some of these overlappings. Um, so maybe that makes it easier. But definitely when I was thinking of some that is like really strong, like I think Raj is very much a very strong guardian and I can be very like a strong creative for example yeah. is that like sometimes he's like what like okay that is just I'll be like coming up with this wackadoodle idea of like oh we can do this and this and then he's like okay but like the logic behind it so I think that we have to be able to like recognize that about each other's personality types and it's not like someone's trying to invalidate you but they just like cannot think with that part of their mind as easily because their personality yeah and I think it's like good that you brought that up too um because obviously you and Roger are married and so like Obviously, um, when people are in relationships, like you're not going to be in a relationship that's this, with someone that has like the same communication styles as you. Mm-hmm. And so like, I know that you and Raj like went through this, like when you guys first started dating, but it's like, you had to like really learn 
how um the, one another communicated and i feel like that'll be like great yeah. for you to like share um in the episode today because like it was i mean a little like it was first of all you guys were like young like 20 years old <laughs> but then also it's like yeah like who can communicate at 20 years old? <laughs> once you guys figured out how each of you like communicated differently i think that like really helps your relationship as well yeah because you like took time to understand one another and instead of like not trying to like you know like you realize that there's differences there and so you worked on it yeah yeah and when you're saying talking about communicating I we have this written down and I want to just like really share it with um all of you is about like what exactly communicating is because a lot of the time I hear people just thinking communicating is like an exchange of information just like oh I communicated it to them because I told them it's like okay communication like the act of communication goes so much deeper than just I told someone like so this is what I want to want to read out that was written down on our notes is that communicating with someone is acknowledging what is important to them and validating that like what is important to them while also getting your point across so it's like two parts to it of Mm -hmm. acknowledging what's important in validating them and then also getting your point across which I think that like we often think that communicating is only like telling someone something and being like well I told them and I got my point across but we don't look at this like whole rounded um act of what communication is yeah and thanks for sharing that too because I think like the key emphasis in that definition is um like the validating that like Mm -hmm. that validation and getting your point across yeah um I will say personally, I lack that a lot, which um, is why like my communication sometimes isn't as strong. It really depends on the situation. But like I will like say something, but then like I won't like validate like what I've said and Mm -hmm. like to get the point across. And I think I found myself like trying to fix that like more and more um, because maybe I'm like don't want to like say much about it or like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like afraid to say it, but like yeah, like, I really think that part of the definition is very important to acknowledge. Exactly. And something that we don't think we do as much. So for you, um, what are your what are your thoughts when you think about people who are left brain versus right brain? So we think we hear that all the time, like someone's left brain or right brain, what do you think that comes up in differences or difficulties with people communicating? And are there people you could think of maybe right now who's one's more left brain and one's right brain? Oh, yeah, I definitely think if um, a left brain versus a right brain person, like you're going to communicate so differently mm-hmm. from one another. Um, and like for people to give, um, background knowledge, um, logic and emote or like, or maybe you can give it cause you're like more fresh on it. If you're left brained, that means you are more um, logic driven. More logic driven. Yeah. And if you're right brained, you're more um, emotion driven. Mm-hmm. And so um, even like with the personality definitions, like we went through, like, you know, some were like more heavy on logic base versus like emotional base. And so um, for me, like, I know that um, I can sometimes be both, which is Mm -hmm. weird. It really depends on the the situation. Sometimes I can be so like logical in terms of like the way I'm communicating, But then sometimes also I'll be very like emotion based. So it really depends on the situation, which I think that's why like I go back and forth a lot. Yeah. Um, For Divya, I do believe you're mainly like emotional based. Yeah. 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 I'm like a full on 
yeah. right brain communicator. Like for me to think left brain, it, re- it, it requires like a conscious effort for me to add the logic into it. Um, mm-hmm. But I, my, my innate is like thinking right brain 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's weird because like, I, if you're listening to this, you probably can resonate with one of us in that way. Like mm-hmm. either you're both or you're one, like, it's like I said, it's very situational based for me. So like, yeah. that's why what do you think of, it depends on for you with situations? Um, I think like how attached I am. To, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird because like, if, if we're, if I'm trying to, if I'm having like an emotional conversation with someone or like about feelings or I don't know, like, I guess, yeah, about like feelings, like, of course, it's going to be more I'm- emotionally based. But if it's like we're trying to figure out plans and every, or like, you know, things need to be figured out a certain way, like my logic just takes over. Mm, yeah. So it's like it's oh, different. It, yeah, it seems like it's like kind of depending on like what you're see- sensing in the situation. Do you have like one that you feel like comes out more like I guess in situations where you feel like really connected to someone or you feel authentic? Uh, then emotional based. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it seems very situation dependent. Yeah. Because for me, I mean, like for you, like bold, I I feel. Yeah. Like it's like (laughs) with you, like my communication with you is like very emotional based. Yeah. But I mean, people, if people read our text messages, they're probably like, oh my gosh, these girls have so many emotions. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah it's so true Ravisha and I speaking of our emotions we type in caps like all the time and some people have like seen my text messages to her like why are you guys typing in caps are you mad at each other are you screaming are you like anxious are you like sad like why why are you typing in caps and I'm like I don't know but like the way we type in caps we both just know how each other's feeling if there's caps involved so like that's our right brain type of text. um and it's funny because we've been texting like that since like the seventh grade or like yeah i don't know whenever i got my phone first because like i got a phone after divya but oh, it was like the, really the caps the, the caps lock be like hello like our caps like people would think our caps lock is probably broken but no we just the caps lock up. and now because like obviously like they don't we're not in caps lock all the time now but like it's funny because like if we're just like doing like a quick like check-in throughout the day it's like um normal letters yeah. but we're if it's like what up yeah but if it's like we're talking about something important or like going back and forth it's full-on caps lock <laughs> <laughs> i know that's so true actually like especially the morning time because so the way our texting goes is definitely like morning time it's more back and forth then we start to like get into our day yeah and i become like so bad like right now i think i have like 52 unread texts let me see Shut no up. i have i have 48 um that's a lot yeah like i just kind of like really just I because I just you say, get pretty busy like yeah I go in and out of sessions on. and leave my phone to the side a lot of the time and then I'd like check it here and there and then when I do you know it's usually like me quickly answering mm-hmm. you but then it's like caps lock in the morning regular texting here and there caps lock in the evening yes <laughs> so true that is so true <laughs> oh man it's so funny it's so okay. Funny. <laughs> Speaking of our communication with each other, what if when you communicate, like maybe we can talk about when we communicate with other people, like what's important to you when you communicate to other people? Um, I feel like being like when I communicate with someone else, I think like being heard or like 
um, what I've said is being acknowledged. Um, I do think one of the, like, what I feel like is, like, I hate um, being interrupted while I'm speaking. Um, and, I, and, I, and I know it happens in conversations because, like, oh, like, someone wants, has a thought they want to say or, like, that's, you know, they want to share it right away. But I've, I've noticed that, like, if I'm ever interrupted, like, I become very, like, self-conscious about what I'm saying for some reason. Mm. And so, like, um, I like to, like, not be interrupted. And I like um, just being, like, acknowledged with what I said, like, that they heard me. Yeah. Yeah. So not being interrupted, acknowledged. Because when – you are interrupted by people what does that make you feel like how do you perceive that i perceive that as like what i said it was like not important um okay and i know and like i said like i know that's not like the case like most of the time but i just it's like a, a thing that i have yeah um, and i think it's also just because like there's like i said there's like a lot to it, but like just being a middle child and like you know um mm-hmm. never being like as heard as maybe as my sisters have or like or being more on the quieter, shy side, like growing up um, and never like, you know, voicing my opinion as much. So when I do now do it, like I just hate that feeling of being interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason I asked that was because it just really highlights, I feel like how our personality shapes our communication style, because Mm. I know people who when they interrupt and like I've asked like, oh, kind of what is it? like what, why you kind of do it or what it means. It's like, oh, because I'm so excited and I love yeah. this conversation and I want yeah. them to know I'm so engaged. Mm-hmm. Like that is what it means for people to, some people to interrupt. So it's like, it might be that for you, you know what I mean? For you, that's how you perceive it because of your own personality and like what you've been through. And then other people, yeah. when they interrupt, they might be like, oh, I'm interrupting. So, you know, Ravisha thinks that I'm so engaged and I like am having a really great conversation with her, but you're perceiving it like, oh, like, they don't think what I'm saying is important. So I just find that to be really interesting. Like, I just a reminder. Like, we have to be so aware of people's I know. And yeah, and like, I even like, I I've had, I even have acknowledged that. Like, I know when I'm in, being interrupted, it's not because like, I, it's like, they want me to stop talking, you know? Yeah. It's like, even though I know that, it still affects me in that it's way. So totally. Which not is, like, everyone recognizes that too, that like, exactly. oh, I know that it's not X, Y, Z. Like some people right. just go along with like, I feel that this is why it is. So that has to be why it is. Yeah. Um, how about you? What is important for you when you communicate? Um, I would say definitely that people feel comfortable. I really get stressed out that people feel like comfortable and okay. Definitely. Hello, my people pleasing coming out of that. <laughs> Um, I want to feel heard, definitely like heard and supported because especially with getting vulnerable, it can be really triggering if I feel like many vulnerable and then I get dismissed. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, you're thinking too into it. You're too sensitive, whatever that may be. Um, so definitely like I feel supported and validated, but also that another person feels like engaged and and, and included. That's a really big one. Like I want people to feel included in conversations. Yeah, That's why do. I sometimes group settings stress me the F out. Like Ravisha knows that there are times in group settings, like I get very sometimes into myself, which I'm a very extroverted person, but in a lot of group, like I'm extroverted when I'm more one-on-one with people or in a group of like people I'm close to or honestly less than four or five but when it gets too big I'm just like oh my god when clicks start to form that oh this person might not feel included and then I get really stressed out so that's a big thing with communication too like I want to make sure everyone is involved in the conversation I want to make sure when I'm talking to someone that 
they are also engaged that I'm touching on something that they can talk about that they can relate to. Um, and there's like this equality that get, that's another thing, um, for me, I find important. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with all that. I think that, um, you're really great about this, which is why I want to like acknowledge it, but cause you do think about, um, people feeling left out like in a group situation or setting it's really nice that you do go like that extra mile um, in group situations to like make sure everyone is included in conversation. Um, because like, I feel like, you know, it takes like a lot to do that. Um, just because like, you know, like when you're in a bigger group, like of course, like people are having like smaller side conversations or like mm -hmm. other things that are going on, but like you'll make sure that no one ever feels like left out. Yeah. And, I know it's like a thing that stresses you out, but like you do you make <laughs> other people feel better about it though. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me honestly feel better in conversations. Like when I know that everyone is kind of included, like I feel I can have permission then too to just be like, okay, let me just chill here. Yeah. Because until I feel that, you know, everyone is, is, is feeling included or supported or heard, it's really hard for me to kind of sit with that. So I guess that kind of comes in what each personality type finds to be important. And mm -hmm. I know that you read what each personality type is, so I can do the honors of reading what each one finds important. But that kind of will go into what Ravisha and I just shared. So if you are a nurturer, you might find important um, how supported and validated people feel, that they are comfortable, happy. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Because change can be very scary. Um, they realize that going out of their comfort zone is scary so that they want people to feel comfortable and that they're okay during changes. If someone is a creative, they find important uh, new ideas, creativity, innovation, trying something new. Um, and they want to feel comfortable that they know all the details so that they can act accordingly in that creativity and that innovation. For guardians... They want to know about what could go wrong so that they could prevent something bad from happening because it validates a fear of concern that could arise. Um, and so they just, I, I really do kind of think that now when I'm talking about that with yeah. Raj, like he wants to know everything, like what are all the worst case situations that could happen because you want to just be prepared for any, you know, everything that's behind any wall in any kind of turn. Now, with connectors, they want to feel connected and meaningful to other people that they know their role in a situation and how they can best play that. They want to feel close to most people and find a way to get along with everyone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this really resonates. I know, right? And then pioneers, they want to know the strategy. They want to know the logic um, and how they can think to the future and what, how they could do the best in what they're doing. So yeah, those are some of the motivations behind some of these communication styles. So you can think about someone's personality, whether it's yours or another person that you frequently communicate with, then you can think about um, perhaps what are things that they find important within communication. Yeah. And I think like, and the reason we do like are doing these definitions and kind of explaining it, because I think that like in a broad scope, like you're not, or like even in a social setting, you're not sitting there thinking in your head like, oh, so I'm a guardian and this person is a connector and this is how we're going to communicate. <laughs> like, of course not. Yeah. That's not what's coming up in your mind. However, hopefully by listening to this episode, maybe it is like, it becomes mm -hmm. like a thing, a thought in your the back of your mind where you maybe you can if you're feeling like a disconnect or you're feeling like maybe you're not being heard or 
you know, you're having the trouble talking to someone, maybe you can think as to why and like kind yeah. of break it, it go, go back to this and like break it down a little bit because yeah. I mean, every person you talk to ever, like, it's, it's not like you're all going to, you're going to be like the best communicator, but like mm-hmm. there's ways to work on it. And like, like I said, like I found ways to work on it for myself. Like, yeah. Um, for example, I, like I said, like when I meet new people, like, I'm not the same person that people know me. Like I'm very quiet. I like speak a few words here and there, share a few <laughs> thoughts. And then like, if, as you get to know me, I can talk a lot. Right. So like someone might think when they meet me that like, Oh, she's like super quiet. Like she doesn't talk much and that's fine. Like I, that's how I come off as, but then like, maybe they'll like someone talking to me will think okay maybe she's like this type of personality and will like find mm. ways to like have me talk more and exactly has happened before you know yeah so i guess just using like my own example it's like yeah that's how i kind of break it down i love that you like yeah normalize that people just don't we, we like don't think like that and that's okay um but because like we can think about that oh I want everyone to have like kind of like a similar type of personality and all of us to think the same way but there's also there's like a lot of beauty in the way that we have might have different ones yeah I mean even with us like it's so like we're so different with the way yeah. like we speak our minds but like over the years obviously we've figured out ways um to really understand one another and exactly um that's why like having I don't know the communication styles like break broken down more with personalities may help someone else figure that out yeah. as well yeah and it also has us like have different perspectives into life because I can think about like so many other ways of communication styles outside of friends like think about with coworkers or even just like random people that you meet, it can help us just communicate better in so many ways. And mm-hmm. also to show one another respect because, you know, like what you had said too, that you don't feel maybe like respected or as important when someone communicates in a certain way. So we can also just like think about how we can also make sure that another person feels respected and cared for and seen. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, even though I we researched this topic prior to this episode, I feel like I've gotten so much out of it. And now I'm ready to just like, I don't know, kind of go and communicate away with people. Honestly, <laughs> same. Yeah, um, I, for, for maybe, I don't know if it's helpful for anyone else. But for me, I was like, sitting here and thinking just about like, different ways um people in my life communicate like different than different than me because of their personalities and you know can take something away with that yeah yeah and now we can just be all-star communicators (laughs) it's a process no one's ever perfect but it's okay so all right well I'm really happy we're able to record again it's been some time that we haven't recorded so this has been really lovely it's been like a month so I know because we were batch recording before the India trip and then we tried to record last week um but that just did not work out it was Roger's birthday and I honestly had some like traveler's stomach a little bit on Friday it was rough um so now it is back into our first full week of just like back to normal routine so I'm excited to continue like getting back to hanging out with all of you yeah me too um and again like let us know um if there's anything that you want us to talk about specifically or even if you resonated in any way from this episode like we'd love to hear from you guys as always um all right 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, until next time, we will, I don't know, see you later. I haven't done this in so long. How do we we're, do it We're really bad at ending our episodes, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hopefully we get better soon. Yeah. That's a 2023 goal. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.